Hi, my name is JD Henning, and you're listening to Cheat the Camera, a podcast about short films, those who make them, and things that are interesting to them. Today, I'm talking with Reagan Del Mundo uh, about his short film, The Guy. Go ahead and introduce yourself and give the audience an introduction to your project. Hi, I'm Reagan Del Mundo, and I am the uh, writer, director, editor, uh, whatever what have you, of The Guy. <laughs> um, my uh, my partner in crime couldn't be with me today, um, but my partner who worked with me, uh, his name is Josh Malari. And um, yeah, together we made the uh, short skit film, uh, The Guy. Awesome, man. Yeah. And I just thought it was, it was really funny, you know, kind of had an interesting premise and really delivered. Uh, I, I was definitely laughing out loud at the end when we got to the bit with uh, the gift card. That was really uh, <laughs> yeah. a good little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, why don't you introduce people kind of to the concept of the guy? Yeah. Um, so a little backstory. Um, my partner and I, uh, Josh, we actually have our own podcast uh, called the Coworkers Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, where we talk about movies and TV and whatnot. And um, we basically met, obviously, through work, um, and we we both found this common interest in film. And one day we were working together, and we kind of came up with this idea where it's like, "Hey, what if we made a short film that's feasible, that right. wouldn't cost so much money?" Because mm-hmm. you know, obviously, we, we don't have. <laughs> Uh, that much um and literally the entire shift like our entire five-hour shift we um we kind of just broke down the entire story and then i I came home after work and i finished the script like that night okay um and then yeah we pretty much got to filming and filming was a bit of a was a bit of an it was a bit of an interesting process only because it was my first time making a short okay um but but it was uh it was a lot of fun yeah yeah no it was really fun and especially for uh it being your first project i thought it was it was really well done i mean the story uh you know the the story of the sketch i thought was was great you know nice self-contained little premise and uh you kind of you delivered on the premise uh in spades i thought it was excellent so uh let's talk a little bit about um why uh, you and Josh decided to start a podcast and then decided to do this little project? Was it just kind of uh, for kicks and giggles or? Um, well, in, in, in terms of the podcast, um, pretty much whenever Josh and I work, that's all we, we always talk about movies, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what we watched and um, Josh kind of brought up the idea where it's like, hey, what if we just turn our daily conversations into podcasts? Mm-hmm. And so we've, we we sort of just been doing that for almost a year now, uh, which is insane. Um, but in terms <laughs> in terms of the 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 sketch that we did, um, you know, I I really want to be a filmmaker. Um, I I eventually want to go to school for film and whatnot, and you know, make it and whatever you know. But yeah. um, I I guess Josh really just pushed me to to actually create something and not just sit on my butt and like mm-hmm. you know just just say things and so yeah uh it was I, i've always wanted to try at least you know when when josh and i started working together and mm-hmm. doing all these creative things together um so i yeah i guess he just really pushed me to do it and i'm glad we did because um 
you know, I have a lot more ideas that, that I want to do. Josh has a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's where we're going to keep going. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so it sounds like, uh, you know, you're working at some sort of kind of entry level retail or other sort of kind of gig. And, uh, you met your friend here. Um, and then it, can you talk a little bit about why it was, because I think that there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are going to be in a place somewhat similar to you. Either they were recently in the place that you're at or they are in the place that you're at right now where they're interested in film, they have opinions, they maybe have a favorite director, they like this particular shot. They have a lot of opinions, uh, but they haven't necessarily made the leap to actually making it. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what that was like, kind of you know, just doing your first short? Um, oh my God. Yeah. It, it was actually uh, a very interesting process. So um, it, it might be a little long, uh, but basically what had happened was, so when, when, when Josh and I had, you know, finalized a script and he, he had created storyboards and everything. Mm. Um, we, 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 we filmed the entire thing in, in one day. Okay. And um. And when I went to go look at the shots that day, I they they weren't good. I'm just gonna be like completely honest. Okay. They weren't good. Okay. Um, some shots were out of focus. Um, you know, things weren't really be coming out as I wanted it to be, like in my head. Right. And I basically just tore myself up. And I was, you know, I was beating myself up because I was like, oh man, you know, I'm I'm watching all these movies. I'm watching all these interviews, behind the scenes, tutorials mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't get it. I couldn't get it. Um, I, I couldn't take whatever was in my head and bring it out onto the screen or whatever. And I remember there was this one day where Josh and I were working and I was, I was visibly upset. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I was visibly upset. Okay. And I, and I basically told him like, yeah, I, I just, I just feel like, you know, I, I, I messed up and I, I, I can't, you know, do this, what, what, what I want to do. Oh, wow. And yeah. And I, I, I don't know, I guess I was being hard on myself. Right. But, um, Josh really grounded me and, and was really, was being real. Like he was just being real. And he told me, he's like, Hey man, like it's your first time directing, writing, starring in your own short, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be perfect. You know, yeah. this is the first time you're you're trying something, and and what what matters is that you want it to be better, mm-hmm. and that's what we that's what we should, that's what we should be doing. And it's right. unfair for you to compare yourselves to people who have been doing this, you know, for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I we we basically shot it again. We did okay. this entire like reshoot and the entire thing. And that was the final product. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I guess if, if there's any, you know, future filmmakers or whatnot that are listening to this, it's like, you know, I, I guess being a creative, we tend to want to, well, first we're inspired by, by, you know, other artists and whatnot, but I guess right. like if, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, it would be unfair for us to, to really like, want to compare to them and be like well they're doing this which means like you know they're doing it better and why am i here why am i doing only short films why am mm. i only uploading to youtube mm. and whatnot it's like 
Well, like, you know, it's a process, right? And as mm-hmm. long as we keep working at it, as long as we're trying to learn from, mm-hmm. from you know, our mistakes and our shortcomings and whatnot, um, we can only really get better, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're hitting on some really great points. I, I believe that I have stories like that. I know I have stories like that. And I think every filmmaker, regardless of how accomplished they are, is going to have a similar story at some point in in their journey and this creative pursuit where they have a project that they're really excited about. It doesn't go the way they want. Maybe it goes from their perspective really terribly. And they're, they're sort of sitting there. We all are in that in that spot at some point where we're sitting there and we're saying, okay, well, what do I do next? What does this mean? I, I think that it's really easy. I think perhaps in film more than in other sort of storytelling mediums to get in your head and to kind of get in comparative mode because we're awash in stuff, you know, there Mm. are, and you can compare yourself to, Every filmmaker who's ever lived. I mean, everything is out there now. So if you want to compare yourself to Rowan Plansky or Stanley Kubrick or David Fincher, you know, you can watch every single one of their projects and you can say, well, mine is clearly not as good. And so maybe that just means I'm a failure. And I imagine even even A-list directors are going to be in a space somewhat similar to this at points where they're asking, well, why didn't I get, you know, rather than a hundred million dollar budget, the $300 million budget, why didn't I get to do a Snyder cut on my project that I really liked and I wanted to do a whole other cut on and a completely different aspect ratio, you know? So I think it's really great that uh, between the two of you, you were able to sort of kind of reassess and say, okay, well, that was a learning experience and we're going to learn some more and we're going to try to redo it because from my perspective, without having that background, I just thought it was really funny and kind of a, a clever little twist on sort of that interrogation scene that we've seen so many times with, mm-hmm. you know, it, it reminded me almost of a little bit of a, you know, Tarantino-esque sort of twist at the end, you know, very, very yeah, jocular, yeah. you know, and I I, th- I just thought it was good. Um, you know, I having had no idea that this was your first project, I definitely want to commend you on that. I I think that there are you know, there are a lot of us who, who just never take that first step. And then Mm -hmm. even if you do never take the step after that, you know, each, each step in this process is, is hard. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, I want to applaud uh, both you and, and Josh for, for continuing on in this process. Cause it's, it's not easy. I think anybody who's actually done this a little bit, if they're being honest with themselves and with other people around them, they'll admit it's, it's hard sometimes. So that, that's really great. Um, So it sounds like you have, uh, maybe you've, you've got some sort of uh, photography background or videography background, but not particularly in film. Can you, speak to that a little bit what your generalized background has been yeah um so uh, honestly i don't have any like you know any professional background or anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but really like growing up i just kind of just played around with cameras kind of all my life yeah um, I, i've always you know my dad had a camcorder and i would just pick it up and make these dumb little skits with with, with my siblings nice. i was like i don't know nine or ten years old yeah and you know like you know, throughout high school, I, you know, I would record my friends doing stuff and I would record school projects and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. um, um, and that's when I would just play around with editing and, mm-hmm. and, and with, you know, cameras and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I, I guess film 
or filmmaking was always in the back of my, you know, in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, getting out of high school, graduating and asking like a 17, 18 year old, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? <laughs> you know, that, that when that question pops up, it's like, oh, I, I don't know. And, and I remember, I was, yeah, it is. Absolutely. I remember I was talking to, um, to, to my mom mm -hmm. and, and, she, and she asked me, oh, what do you want to do? You know, because, you know, college is starting soon. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, you know, like I would, I would really like to get into filmmaking. Gotcha. And then, you know, my, my mom, you know, just being a mother, right. She was like, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> right? you, you, there, there's no money in that. Don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's my mom. I'm a listener. So, you know, I, 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 I get a degree in sociology. Okay. Um, and I graduated recently and then, you know, I got my degree. Okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't until recently when I, when I realized like, oh man, I don't think this is what I want to do. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And, yeah. um, what is it? And I, and I think like, honestly, like I have to give props to, 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 to meeting my friend Josh because, okay, you know, I, I, I know I talk about him a lot right now, but I really got to give props to him because, you know, he really brought out this, this passion that I always had, I mm -hmm. guess. Mm -hmm. I just never really went for. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I, yeah, that, that's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah, 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 and and I will note for uh, our listeners out there that Josh would have joined us were it not for COVID. I mean, COVID yeah. has ruined everything. I was, <laughs> I, it has, you know, yes. uh, yeah. I, I part of the reason I started this podcast is because I thought, well, <laughs> I have a lot of time right now because COVID, mm -hmm. and uh, I just I, I kind of chuckled to myself when I got the email saying, oh yeah, my you know, the other, the other person in this, you know, in this duo can't do it because he's got COVID. It's like, oh my gosh, even the thing that's socially distanced, it's literally as socially distanced as you can get. I'm talking into a mic like a thousand miles away yeah. from you. And even that got ruined by COVID. Ah, anyways, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really exciting. And I, I do want to ask a little bit. So what uh it sounds like you know kind of your family's expectations sort of played a part in that I, i'm wondering if there's if there's some sort of like well okay so i'm half chinese and i'm wondering if if mm -hmm. there's something in sort of you know your family upbringing or family culture that might have played into that at all um let's see well i'm i'm i'm, I'm a full filipino so gotcha. um you know i i think it's just you know my parents having, you know, been immigrants and, and coming mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, I, I, I don't think my, my, my mom said that out of, you know, ill intent or malice. Oh, absolutely. Right. Cause mm -hmm. I, you know, at the end of the day, right. They just want to make sure I'm secure. Right. right? They just want right. to make sure that I'm, um, okay. And, and having a roof over my head and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, in, in, in terms of, what could have made them say that i'm 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 not really sure I, I i really just think it's just you know a parent wanting a child to just be secure yeah. for their future yeah you know? yeah yeah definitely yeah i mean i think that so uh, speaking as one asian american to another i 
Yeah, I feel like this yeah. happens. This happens so many times to so many people. I'm based out of the Seattle area, which, you know, is mm -hmm. notable for having a large Asian American population. And when we went to go cast a project, we were looking for a young Asian American uh, person to play one of the roles, uh, you know, kind of a teenage aged or teenage looking uh, Chinese American or Asian American. And uh, mm -hmm we had a professional casting director who searched far and wide and the like <laughs> it was it was kind of funny the the closest that she could come up with was like her orthodontist's son <laughs> who was the wrong oh age group and and <laughs> i just thought it was like oh my gosh all of the all of the tiger moms out there telling all of the children who like want to do artistic pursuits it's like well you're going to lose the violin or the piano and that's all of the artistic pursuits yeah. you can do <laughs> you know yeah. uh yeah. I, 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 and I think it's getting a little less so, but definitely I think, you know, the immigrant background and coming up as a minority, you know, physical security matters, I think to, mm -hmm. uh, and understandably so, like, that's probably the reason that's certainly the reason that the Chinese side of my family even came, uh, to the United States and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it totally makes sense. But sometimes, like you were saying, you know, you get your, you get your degree, uh, in sociology, you know, something a little bit more respectable, something a little bit more like, you know, easily converted into a, uh, you know, a paying job, nine to five, white yeah, collar sort absolutely. of thing. And then yep. you realize, oh, I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. you may, maybe I'm being dramatic, but uh, I feel like, I feel like that is a story a lot of people have. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, some of your your inspirations. It sounded like, you know, when I was picking up on maybe that Tarantino little turn in there, that was something that maybe was intentional. Is, is that the sort of uh, kind of the genre and sensibility that you tend to be interested in? Or are you interested in a lot of things? Um, well, really, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of inspirations, um, in terms of directors, um, I guess, uh, you know, of course, I'm inspired by some of the greats, right? Mm -hmm. Like Scorsese mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I, but I think if I have a favorite director right now, it would, it would be Damien Chazelle. Mm. Um, because La La Land is like my, my favorite movie of all time. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I, I just love it. Um, but yeah, in terms of like the, what, what you were talking about in terms of like the Tarantino stuff, um, um, I, yeah, I guess, I guess there is a bit of that in there. Um, I remember one of the comments on, on that video was, um, I think someone commented like reservoir dogs looks different or something. And I thought it was just funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Cause I don't think in, in terms of this project, I, I really, I don't think I set out to really mm -hmm. try to imitate like my favorite, mm -hmm. uh, filmmakers. Um, but you know, I, I definitely do have my inspirations like Scorsese, Chazelle, Tarantino, like Tarantino. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's interesting how sometimes our our influences can come out. Uh, I remember for so I I went to film school for undergrad and then I did the thing that maybe many Asian Americans would do and I went and I got a more practical degree after that and then I ended up deciding oh actually I really don't like that so now I'm in film. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know it was interesting 
the the first project I, I did in this film class, the first film class I took, I was, you know, trying to get out there and sort of do all of, pull out all the stops. And it ended up uh, looking uh, like I, I was really, as if I was really deeply influenced by, you know, Sam Raimi of Evil oh, Dead, wow. et cetera. And, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and and the the professor who, who was actually, he, he point blank asked me, so were you trying to do a Sam Raimi? And I was like, uh, I don't, who, who's Sam Raimi? Because I didn't know his name off the top of my head. And right. it's just, it's interesting how even, even if you're not directly explicitly looking to make an homage to any particular person, sometimes it can just sort of come out. If that's, if that's your sensibility, mm-hmm. sometimes that's just, you know, what your sensibility does. So I find that really interesting. Um, and it sounds like you kind of, uh, you had a you had a moment sort of in the kind of in the the pit of despair uh and then you decided okay i'm going to i'm going to do this again really going to go for it again on that yeah. reshoot day how did that feel for you did you feel more confident as you were doing it again um well yeah i i would say yeah because now that i had a sort of an idea of how i wanted to go like just in terms of the the first time we shot Mm-hmm. Um, now that I have learned, okay, this is what I don't want to do and I want to improve right. on it better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was, I, I was a lot more confident. Um, but I, I was also a bit, I guess, scared, uh, mm-hmm. nervous mm-hmm. only because it's like, oh man, like this is, this is, I mean, like I, I could be over-exaggerating, but to me it was like, this is my last shot. Um, only <laughs> only because where where we filmed it wasn't my house it was oh, a friend's interesting. house okay and i didn't okay. i didn't want to keep being like hey it didn't work out can i film again right you know? right so i was like like i i need to i need to really like like focus and 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 mm-hmm. really realize like what i want or like you know what i how i want it to turn out yeah and um um yeah and like i i got i also have to credit josh again because um um, he, so he's an art and animation major. Okay. Um, and you know, he, he was really the one when he created the storyboards, that's when it really like started clicking and everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the more creative shots in the film, I got to, I have to like credit him too. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the short, the, uh, the knife, uh, a lot of the shots with the knife, um, mm-hmm. he's the one who really got creative with that in terms of like the lighting and like the angles and whatnot. Mm-hmm um and yeah and and honestly like after we finished um i felt a lot better a lot better than i did the first time that we shot mm-hmm. um and it I, I, after seeing the footage i i was just i was happy i was satisfied with everything yeah yeah that's i mean that's great man you know i think and i i think that this is really uh, a point well taken for all of us out there who who are you know in, in the beginning early stages just even exploring like am i interested in this i it, it was a bold choice to say you know what i i still like the story i still like this idea so i'm going to mm-hmm. i'm going to do it again and i think that there's there's a lot that can be learned by having a project and then sort of retreading it and and seeing how it goes i think you know if if World War Z reshot the the last you know act of the film because yeah. the giant action sequence that was set in Russia didn't work, and so they put Brad Pitt in like a small self-contained area, and that's how they mm-hmm. did the reshoot, then I think we need to give ourselves enough leeway to say, you know what, maybe maybe this wasn't like you know 
the end of the world because I, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's funny how something that, you know, from the outside perspective, it's like, oh, it's a little fun thing I did with my friends. And that is, and it's true. Mm-hmm. But on, on another level, you know, you, you invest so much into a project, particularly at the beginning, I think it's possible that, you know, you might be more emotionally invested in, you know, your first or second project at this stage than somebody like Spielberg is with the, you know, gajillion dollar budget film that he's done because he's got so many under his belt, you know, it's not going to affect his sense of self-worth as much as, as this, you know, you've got, you've got a sample size of one, right. And, and so that, that example is going to have an outsized impact. I mean, that's, that's, that's really great. So it sounds like, uh, what brought you to this project was uh, your friendship and your podcast, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a partner here, Josh. So why don't you yeah. talk about why you decided to uh, just, you know, do a podcast chatting about your uh, favorite films and shows and what's going on in pop culture? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the the first shift I ever had with Josh, it was like my first time meeting him and we had both mm-hmm. been working there for a while. But it was the first time we met and we all worked together. Gotcha. And so we were kind of just like, hey, like, oh, what are you interested in? Oh, well, I like this. I like that. And then I remember I'd said, oh, you know, recently I've been really getting into like movies. He turned around and he looked mm-hmm. at me and the, like the look he gave me is like, it's like mm-hmm. a child walking into like a toy store. It was, <laughs> it was insane. Um, and so, yeah, we just, from there, we would just, every time we would come into work, it's like, hey, I watched uh, first cow from a24 or mm-hmm. i saw i don't know midsummer or something mm-hmm. and we just talk about these like scenes or we would spoil movies for each other that we haven't seen <laughs> um and then one day josh was like hey what if we just turn our conversation to a podcast and then um we just decided to call it the coworkers podcast josh drew the key art okay um and yeah we've been doing that um it, it was a little rocky at first in terms of the podcast because we didn't really know how to structure it you know if podcasts have structure i don't know but um, I, I i can tell you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but now i guess we kind of found our footing um because mm-hmm. because you know now now we kind of just cover like or we we do a segment where we kind of just talk about films we've watched throughout the week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that we get into our big conversation about what movie we watched like recently we talked about um the latest spider-man no way home Mm, so mm -hmm. yeah um yeah that's how pretty we pretty much started the podcast and that's how we really just got into creating that you know the short yeah that's that's really fascinating you know i mean there are famous stories of filmmakers who you know everybody knows about and are are well-loved by many, you know, Quentin Tarantino, for example, talking about how he never went to film school. He just worked at a video store and he watched everything. And, uh, you know, I I think that there's, there's a real case to be made for just developing your sensibilities in a really, um, you know, in a really particular way, just by having things you like and talking about it with uh, your friends and family, with the people who are around you. I, I think that that is, uh, you know, it depends on the person. Some people think, 
oh, well, I, I guess I have to go to school. And if I get, and if I get A's, then that'll mean that I'm going to be successful. And that obviously right. <laughs> isn't always true. Uh, yeah. And then there are some people who, uh, who think, well, I don't need to go to school. And the only thing that I need to do is watch every single frame of every single thing that Kubrick has ever done. And that will mean yeah. that I'm really, really good. Uh, and, yeah. and I don't need to go to film school. And it, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're kind of recognizing where you're at in that continuum you know you mm -hmm. and josh have been developing sensibilities and a shorthand on what you like and scenes that you're interested in and why and now you're starting to get some of that practical experience by actually making things i mean that's i i want to applaud you for that because i think a lot of people don't have the self-awareness that it takes mm -hmm. to realize okay uh, this is the thing that I'm good at and this is the thing that I need to focus more on. Um, but the, you know, between the brain trust of the two of you, you were able to get that practical hands-on experience as well as uh, working on sort of the more, you know, a uh, critic in a chair side of things where we're talking about right. what we like and why. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's really, really cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah, for sure, man. And so it sounds like things are just beginning for you and sort of your your thoughts about film are still developing and whether or not this is something that you want to do. Uh, what are some of the things that you're considering for doing next? Are, are there other projects that you're hopeful for? Or uh, is there a school that you're looking at? What, what might be a next step for you in your process? Yeah, um, well, yeah, I'm hoping... Um, you know, I can, I can get into a film school. I want to move to somewhere in Southern California just so I can be, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in, within that industry. Right. Gotcha. Um, Where are you I, located I now? Those, uh, I'm in the Bay area. Gotcha. Um, so, so up in Northern California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I want to go to film school eventually. Um, I'm hoping next year, but you know, we'll see, you know, mm -hmm. everything's up in the mm -hmm. air. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, but between that time to whether or not I make it to film school or not, I, I I've just really just been writing and getting my ideas mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of them are just very first draft, very rough draft. Um, mm -hmm. a lot of shorts, mm -hmm. um, not, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't have a feature yet or anything. Right. Um, right. but I, you know, I, I have a personal goal of mine to make another short right. this summer, this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I have two lined up or I say lined up, like it's a studio, but, <laughs> um, I have, I have two ideas that I, that I want to play around with, but in terms, it's the only mm -hmm. thing stopping me is just logistics in terms of like totally. you know, set location and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely. I, I, I want to a go to more, go to a film school and mm -hmm. B create more shorts and just develop, you know, that directing style, I guess, mm -hmm. or de de develop myself as a director, as a cinematographer, as a writer or whatever. Um, yeah. 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 That's, that's really exciting, man. Um, so, and it sounds like, uh, you're thinking about, uh, different, uh, different film schools is, are you looking at a master's program? Are you looking at, you know, just an additional undergrad, uh, are, are, are there any particular schools that you're excited about? Sounds like mm -hmm. you want to go maybe in the Los Angeles area or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, honestly, I've been looking at a lot. Honestly, I, I really don't know if I should go for undergrad or a graduate degree because mm -hmm. um, I know some schools for a graduate degree like you need to have some film classes and mm -hmm. 
when I got my undergrad um, here in the Bay Area, I took maybe two film classes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess I'd have to talk to someone to figure that out. Gotcha. Um, but in terms of schools, I mean, I would be elated to get into like USC mm-hmm. or Chapman, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'd be also fine of getting into like a state school or a state right. university yeah. or, you know, I don't, I don't think I have a, any particular one I want to go to now. Yeah. Um, but I'm just hoping that they have a good film program. Right. Yeah. Um, absolutely. That can, you know, really support their students and, um, and really like help them flourish in terms of like uh, filmmaking and whatnot. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's really exciting, man. It sounds like, you know, you're ready to get serious and, you know, kind of open to figuring out what that means. But that's that's a really cool place to be. Um, yeah. And and so you're doing some writing and you've got some projects that you're excited about. What have you been doing uh, to... Uh, is there any place that you've been going in particular as you're thinking about... Uh, as you're thinking about writing, as you're thinking about projects where you're going for formatting help and trying to figure out how to structure things? Or are you just sort of in front of my computer, just blinking cursor, I'm going for it? Yeah, honestly, I, I just in front of my computer and I just kind of just write. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think I have anywhere I really go. Yeah. yeah just, I, I kind of just write. Um, totally. Because it's free, <laughs> right? Yeah, writing um, is free. So I just kind of do whatever, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know if the episode uh, will have dropped by the time this one comes out, but I have uh, a podcast episode coming out soon or has come out by the time that listeners are hearing this about, mm-hmm. you know, kind of absolute introduction to screenwriting. Uh, that's the thing that I have mm-hmm. most experience in. Um, and uh I won't belabor it too much for the audience, uh, but I think, you know, if you're interested and it's, I mean, you're making a podcast, so I would imagine podcasts are somewhat accessible to you as uh, as a medium mm-hmm. that you're interested yeah. in. There is a podcast mm-hmm. called uh, Script Notes and it's, uh, it's great. Uh, it's just two A-list Hollywood screenwriters, John August and Craig Mazin, talking about the industry. They've been doing it forever and a day. And uh, they, you know, Craig Mazin's doing the adaptation of, uh, uh, oh, geez, The Last of Us right now. So, uh, oh, okay. and uh, John August, you know, did, uh, he, he's got a, a ton of cool projects under his belt. Uh, Aladdin, I think, is one of the bigger ones that he recently uh, was credited for. So, like, these are people at the highest echelons of, uh, you know, Hollywood right now. And uh, they're very open and talking about stuff. So, you know, depending on whether or not you have the time or the availability, I do feel like, uh, for me, that was extremely helpful in my in my screenwriting. Uh, it's right. dramatically more polished now than it would have been right. if I hadn't done that. So, uh, for whatever it's worth, if uh, uh, you know, if you can pop that in while you're cycling up and down those hills in San Francisco or sheltering in place from COVID, it, it, yeah. it, would, it would do yes all it. So, anyways, um, yeah, man, this has been a really exciting conversation. I'm just, you know, it just sounds like you've got, based on your short, I would say that you have interesting ideas and exciting, uh, you know, exciting potentials. You know, there's there is that. Uh, that going for you already. And it's just really cool that I've 
been able to chat with you a little bit kind of at at the beginning of your journey in filmmaking. Um, so where can people find you or your podcast and your projects? Yeah, um, so uh, we are currently on Spotify, on Anchor, and I believe we're on mm -hmm. all platforms. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we are the Coworkers Podcast, where we talk about movies and TV and mm -hmm. entertainment and the like. Um, we're, on, we're also on Instagram, um, at coworkers.podcast. Cool. Uh, yeah. well, that's excellent. Well, thanks again, Reagan, and thank you all for listening to Cheat the Camera. Please comment and read rate cheat the camera on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so the best way to help spread the word you can get in touch with me by contacting me at contact at cheatthecamera.com or on twitter at jdh makes thanks for listening <laughs>